Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Unpark Rolls podcast. My name is Paul Mann and I'll be hosting the show today. I am joined by two people today. I'm firstly, uh, Neil, Mr. Bobbins is here. Hello, Neil. Good evening. And uh, secondly, we have a newcomer to uh, the EPR podcast. It's a very exciting moment for me. We have uh, Nath. You've probably had a row with him at some point yeah, on Twitter. Probably, probably. Yeah. Hello, Paul. So, yeah, no, good to have you on board. Thank you very much for inviting me. Yes, it'd be good. good to uh, hear your thoughts today. So let's start with Brentford then. That was... What do we think of that now? I think it was, if you looked at it before and you you said, we're going to lose 1-0, you kind of think, okay, that's probably going to happen. But the way it happened and the way the kind of game peaked and troughed, it it just seemed to be the antipathy of the whole season in one game for me. Just things just didn't go right from the off. And then it improved a bit without actually threatening in any way, shape or form. And then the, the goal that we gave away was just a typical this season goal where we just go AWOL for five seconds and it's just enough to kill us off. Um, and we just, uh, again, we just don't get enough chances to, you know, threaten really. You think we're going to score two or three at home. It's, it's just an absolute myth these days. Yeah, no, we just, I thought we played a little bit better, but... Yeah, you couldn't come out of that game thinking Brentford didn't deserve to win. They had more chances than us, but... Just another one of those games when if we'd have taken that chance before them from Bodvarsson or from Barrow, it could have been such a such a different game. Once you get ahead, I mean I know we haven't been we haven't always won this season when we've gone ahead, but we do feel that we've got a much better chance with the style and the confidence would have come back. What did you think though for the game? Uh, I thought we were better in patches. There were five minute spells where we looked half decent and we looked a bit like we did last season. Um, but I saw you at half-time, Paul, and I, we both said, if they score, we're done. Mm. Um, and as soon as that goal went in, I knew we were done. And yeah. they could have scored about five more after that, mm. um, to be honest with you. And the Barrow chance sums up the season. Um, no confidence. Didn't have the confidence to shoot first time. Yeah. Touch was really bad. Gives the ball away. It's not, I don't blame him for the goal, because the defending was atrocious. No. But um, it, it summed up everything. Like Neil said, it's this uh, same old, same old. It is, it is really. I mean, it's such a disappointment to go to a game like that. And we actually played better and we still can't get a result. And we had some chances. I thought Bovarsson came in and I thought he did. Personally, I think he did a lot better than Jan's done in any games this worked, season. worked very, very hard. Yeah, and he held the ball up as well. And I thought he gave us a, an outlet and a channel for him to run into, which we haven't had from Jan. Yeah. You know, he's trying, but he's not the same player. I mean... Also going on to Richards, I thought he looked quite nervous during his performance when he was on the pitch, and mm-hmm. especially going forwards. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've, you, thing with Brentford is they had two very fast wingers. Um, Richards isn't slow himself, but when you've got tricky wingers up against a young boy who hasn't played that much, um, just coming into the team, I don't think his confidence his confidence was went downhill when they when they beat him a couple of times. You could see his head was dropping, and apparently he had a slight injury as well, which didn't help him probably. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it's fair to judge him by it. No, I no, think, no, no. Yeah, I, I yeah. think we should chuck him back in as soon as he's fit. Yeah. Um, because he's better than Tyler Blackett at left back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tyler Blackett did best when he came on, but yes, I agree. I totally. I think that you can't say, oh, we should definitely not play Richards again because some people just look at that and say, oh, we can see why Stan hasn't started him. But come on, you've got to have a little bit of faith in young players. You don't just bin them. I remember last season, Liam Kelly 
against Newcastle mm. was absolutely abysmal at home mm. and was lucky to last until <laughs> half time, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was awful. Yeah. So you can't just uh, write these players off. I mean, the problem is now we are four points away from the relegation zone. We've got a minus six goal difference. We're in 18th. We, if anyone's thinking that we're not in a relegation battle now, because that is a classic game on Saturday, I think, that if you're not going down, you somehow, some way, you get a win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're not getting them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a real worry. I mean, the players that are coming off the bench, I mean, Beerins, uh, did anyone notice him? <laughs> he did, no. no. I, I'd like to think that um, Stan put him on so people, other teams knew he was still playing so they could maybe buy him. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good theory. Yeah. I would like to think that was the reason because he didn't do anything to change the game. Yeah. There's no effort, um, no determination. There's no impact at all. Nothing, but the thing nothing. is, what, what Stan did when he brought him on was he swapped Barrow over to the right. Mm. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who's on the left. If you put Barrow on the right, you're playing with 10 men anyway. Yes, So I know. So Beeran's on there where you could say it's nine and a half. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I don't really understand don't what see he's doing. Why, no. why he does that. No. no. He does it time after time. I've got to say, going back to Blackhawk, really, when he came on, I think we did look, actually, that was one of the reasons why we looked a bit better. He's a really experienced player, and I don't think a left-back is very good. But Richards, uh, I thought, was affecting us in the first half mm. and you can see his confidence draining as we're going back to that but he's probably going to play on Wednesday on, at, at Wednesday yeah. at Sheffield I mean, on Friday I guess that's right it was a great, <laughs> great block on the line from Black well. yes it was that great, was it was great defender. that was brilliant yeah, really yeah was, that was brilliant yeah so yeah I asked some of you what you thought of that using uh, the EPR 3 and you said after that match against Brentford you said depressing and inspiring and boring from Ros Gray I think that's fair enough Stab has to go from uh, Andy Coles. Not the Andy Coles. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be controversial. I thought they were mates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from Reading Pete, uh, he's put, but we won't be bored every week if we go down. I, I think we probably. <laughs> I, I think we could be bored in Rochdale. <laughs> I think we could be bored anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A relegation, relegation, relegation from Dadros. Yeah. I, it's tough to argue with any of those, isn't it, really? I mean, it, it was just. We did have some shots, though. That was the thing. And, but the thing is now we're at such a level that actually having a few shots is like, we've actually played okay. You made that sound like success. <laughs> it is, isn't it? I know. <laughs> and it isn't, is it, really? But, but I thought, similar to many home games this season, if we didn't score in the first half, there's more chance than not that we're going to lose it. And we didn't score, and I thought, yeah. we're probably going to lose now. Definitely, and we don't score many games uh, and that's the it. first we, half of the season. We've got to score at least two yeah. to, to win oh, a game now. Yes, yes. Odds on we are going to concede one at some point. And we look like we're going to concede all the way through the match. At at least we start games like we've already got a 1-0 lead though, don't we? (laughs) Holding on to the ball like that. (laughs) It's like we're defending something. It is. is. The mentality (laughs) is... I don't know whether that's got worse because you've got no confidence. And all of a sudden no one wants to take a risk and everyone's kind of risk averse, which is a bit of a problem. But the only way you're going to get out of this situation is by actually taking chances. And the only player that really I thought was the best player... alongside Bod Varsman was Barrow because he actually wanted to take people on and affect it. It wasn't always top quality at the end, but he was willing to keep going. Yeah, And if you have that, it's a good thing. I think he's, for us, he's a first half player. In mm. the second half, he when he drops off, then the rest of the team drop off. That's because we're normally losing. <laughs> it's like... I think in the, in the first 20 minutes of the second half, I don't think I really noticed him that no. much. Yeah, and that's what I think why Beerens came on and then swapped with him. I, 
didn't quite understand that. But mm. anyway, Aluko was just uh, as normal as Aluko no. is for us. We're we don't know what we signed him for. No, he, he plays in a in a position where he's ineffective, and his his unconfidence, you know, belies whatever talent we think he might have had to justify yeah. the signing. Yeah, he. I mean, he just seems to pick a an area of the pitch like a ten meter radius, and he runs around it. Mm. Like he's in some sort of pen, and he doesn't move from that. Yeah. But he just, the ball flies off of him. He doesn't control the ball. He doesn't shoot. He, he, I've seen him a few times this season. He's running in on goal, running in on goal, and he just stops. He looks around him, and then gives it to nobody. Loses the ball. Have a shot. Do you think that's because he's almost like a robotic player in that style? Because at Fulham last season, that's exactly what he did. Yeah. He stayed in one position because he got the ball there so often. But he was working, his, his levels of creating chances was incredibly high. And he'd go past nice. players with ease. Yeah. But this season, he hasn't worked out that actually that model's not going to work because we're not having the ball as much. Mm. And also, you need to. When he came, signed for Fulham, everybody at Fulham was saying, whatever you'll get from Maluko, he's a hard worker and he's going to track back. That has dropped off a lot not, not with Maluko in the last few weeks, I would say, from what I've seen. I mean, I will try to defend players if I think they're putting in a fair shift and everything. And I don't think he's not trying, but I think he could be trying a bit more. Yeah, I don't yeah. like slagging off players, really. I don't like it. I'd much rather go for the manager. Um, that's a different story. Um, but I don't think Aluko knows what he's doing, to be honest that's with you. I don't, think he's, I don't think he's told him to do anything. That's the problem. I, don't, I think Stan goes, oh, you're a skillful player. Get the ball. You can, you can create stuff for us. But you have to tell him where to go. He's one of those players, I think, that isn't... Doesn't have initiative. Yes. I think he has to be instructed. You're on the wing. You go up and down the wing. You help the left back, you go Ooh. forward. And he's not helping the left back, I don't Ooh. think. I don't no. think he's coming back to help on, the, on that side of things. Um, and he's just been a real letdown for me. It's one yeah. of the best signings I can remember. So yeah, at the moment, he's been, yeah, not great. He started okay. He got a few assists and a couple of goals. But in the last month or so, he's... I mean, these are the kind of players that you want to stand up in this situation. We need someone to go out there and just score a goal or create something out of nothing. But we're not getting anything like that from it at the moment. I mean, I can't really remember much that he actually did on Saturday at all. Yeah. And, I mean... He came off quite early. Yeah, he did. He did. And that's not a positive sign for no. him, is it? And, and the thing with him is... I've noticed it in a couple of games now. He doesn't seem that bothered when he's taken off early, and that worries me. You know, I don't want to see a player lose his rag, but I want to see them with a bit, a bit, frustrated, a bit frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't strike. He seems, oh, okay, I'm coming off after 55 minutes. It's all right, bye. Yeah. Maybe it's some of that he knows he's playing badly. Yeah. He's fully aware of it, yeah. 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 I think he kind of sums up quite a bit of the malaise of the team in that he doesn't know where to move to. And I think an awful lot of the players are stuck in that, that kind of area where they, they're thinking, well, I could go forward into a bit of space, but defensively I need to be a bit more responsible. And they're so stuck between two stalls that they don't know how to you know, create wide areas of, of the field so they can stretch your position and think, well, if I move here, then I'm creating room for someone else to, to move forward. They're so static. And I think he is, is a victim of that. And he doesn't quite know where to go. Maybe as they say, he, he hasn't quite got that initiative or he's told, you stay there because we want you to try and do X when that ball comes to you. But if that ball never comes, because the rest of the team aren't shifting around accordingly, you're not going to get those type of opportunities. Yeah, I mean, the midfield was particularly poor, I thought. But it was another Saturday. game where but the midfield three 
was a new midfield three. How many times are we going to well, have a yeah, new midfield three? We discussed this before the game, yeah. didn't we? But I mean, you just look at Joey Vanderberg. I mean, <laughs> he's costing. He's costing. <laughs> I mean, oh dear, I, I have no idea how he's continually in the team. I mean, if we look at Joey Vanderberg and look at him with a calm head, I'll try to be. You look at him and you think, would he play above George Evans because he gives you that little bit extra going forward? You could say that, okay? Mm. And he will tackle a bit more and he's a bit more creative. But the problem is, Joey Vandenberg is giving the ball away mm. so many times. Oh, absolutely. It's simple, simple passes. And also, if you, if you get booked after, was it 12, 15 years, yes. like he did. I think it was then, quicker than that. I think it was like five or six, wasn't was it? it? I think something like that. Something I think like it was yeah. a bit later than oh, that. Was it? Yeah, oh. I think but it was, yeah. Already you're thinking, well, you've, you've already put us in a disadvantaged position because you can't do the closing down. Because all you need to do is have a player just trip over your leg. Yes. And the referee thinks, mm. well, well, that's a yellow, so off you go. The, yeah. I mean, the thing with him is, he, he, I don't know his fitness routine, but he doesn't look fit. He never has done. And he plays like he's not fit. If you, if you see a quick player running towards him, he hangs that leg out. Yes. And it worries me every he single time. all the time. And yeah. I tweeted just before the Brentford game, I said, there's going to be an early yellow card for Joey Vandenberg. Because yeah. all these Brentford players are so quick up front. You've got yeah. Viva, um, Watkins on the wing. Yeah. They're just going to get the ball, run past them, and get a foul. That's yes. all that's going to happen. But that, it's also a lack of in-game intelligence. But he does it every. He's because done it since he signed. He gives away <laughs> stupid free kicks in really dangerous yeah. areas. But this one wasn't even a tackle. He pulled the guy yes. back. Yes. And you've got to have that thought in your head. If I put my arm out now and I hold this shirt, I'm going to get booked. There's mm. so many thought processes you've got within that time frame mm. to go, mm. I shouldn't do this. It's not like mm. you're sticking out a leg and the player runs towards you or over you. But, you know, those things can happen and you still yeah. get a yellow. But that's a conscious thought. And you're so early on in the game, mm. you kind of think, come on, Joey, you're better than this, yeah. surely. Yeah. You know, you're well, great, but... It's decision-making is abysmal. And also, he didn't need to do it then. No, no. The player was the halfway line. Yeah, just, and I thought we had players back. It didn't feel like oh, okay. Sometimes when a player's coming through, I remember last season towards at the beginning of the season, I don't know after he signed, he pulled someone back. I think it was a Brian player. Otherwise, and he was sent off because it was a second yellow. Mm. And he thought actually, I can see why he's done that because he would have been through and goal, and he probably stopped a yeah. goal. Yeah. I get that. I understand. I, that. I, 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 I yeah, but but this one, you just think, yeah. why? Yeah. Why? I mean, it's not like one of John Swift's ones where he does in the seventieth minute when he hacks a player. <laughs> yeah, down I, I, I like that. The John like, Swift hack. Yeah, yeah we all know like, that one. Okay, that's fine. That's not yeah. so early in the I mean, game. Speaking of Vandenberg, I think last season he got covered quite a bit because Swift was very good form first half. Kelly was very good. So you had them two who were covering everything, doing all the creative stuff, and Joey was kind of left there, um, and he got away with it on a lot of occasions. This season, our midfield has been very poor, I think, um, and he's being caught out week after week, minute after minute, um, and it's beyond me why he's playing. There's I no don't... Williams. Williams true, must have done so well. much work for him. As well. yeah. So much covering so, for him. I mean, Because Williams was, whatever you say about Daniel Williams, he was a kind of the master of just harassing the opposition. Yeah. And last season he was playing for a deal somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he was. In the last three matches, in last three matches, he probably had his best three matches. Yeah. Which is fair enough, you know, that this is but then you could say, hang on, he's played his best three matches. Where was he in some of the other games? But you could also say in the three biggest matches he stood up. Oh absolutely. So yeah, yeah, totally. In those playoff semi finals he was immense. Mm. I'm sure with the likes of Joey, the opposition 
have done their homework and they know who to target. Yeah, is, who are they going to get easy fouls from? And he's easy who to wind up. Yeah. You see yeah, the opposition yeah, yeah. going at him. Yeah, yeah. you I mean, see it all the time. I mean, yeah. The question with him is, I'd ask you guys: is how many of the top twelve championship sides would Vandenberg get in? None. No. 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 Absolutely. And that's why. And no. when people say we're not an 18th place team, we are. Because yeah, we've, we've got, got yeah. him in the team. I know. And he wouldn't get in many teams below us either. By the this way, this is why I think he's so. one of the problems, though, because if you've got the ball in midfield and he's giving away consistently when you don't need to, on the halfway line, you're creating pressure. And you also, if you're the other central midfielder, do you go forward when he's got the ball? Or do you think, hang on, there could be a mistake yeah. here? What are you thinking? What, yeah. what is your yeah. mindset? It's a difficult one to... You know, players give the ball away. I understand that. You know, we haven't got players uh, for Barcelona mm. level. But, um, but if he gives the ball away, he hasn't got the pace to come back. No. That's the problem. No. So you, you can't no. win with him, for me. Moving on to Alori, talking of pace, I thought he did okay. He gave away the ball a little bit, but I think he's a definite upgrade on McShane. I right, think right he is. He is, he is. Yeah. Because McShane's been in poor form this season. And I like Paul McShane. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a 100% player. And I think... People who doubt him and saying, well, he doesn't care. I don't believe that for a second. No. I think he's a, a 100%. And if you, he probably be, thinks about playing for Reading virtually every moment of the day and thinks, why am I not playing better? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I've, I've met Paul Michel a couple of times and he, there's no one that cares more in that mm. team than him. Um, he's the captain of the team. Of course he cares. Mm. Um, I think that's a ridiculous argument. I think yeah. that um, incident at Stevenage really hurt him. Yeah, it made him look ridiculous to some degree, and he probably felt feels felt ridiculous after it. Yeah, um, to be honest with you, and that coupled with the poor form has got a lot of fans on his back. Because yeah. if he was playing out of his skin and did it, then fair enough. We'll get notice. Yeah. yeah, but when you do that, when you're playing that badly, um, you can't do that kind of thing, and that's going to hurt him now. Um, and I think Laurie, like you said, did well on Saturday. Mm. I think yeah. um, he's he's, he's probably far too much of a, a risky central defender that we we need. Mm. But I think he's he's perfectly adept, and he's got the pace that he can recover, which obviously Paul yes. sadly never has had. No, it's not a detriment on him. But no. I thought Laurie was was decent. He's certainly worth keeping in. Not that we've got any other options anyway. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I thought he was perfectly. Fine. I don't think he was at fault for you know, an awful lot of what no. went on. That was all in front of him, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, so I think there were looking on it some minor positives from the game. I mean, it's just another defeat, the third consecutive home defeat, and you think, how much longer is that going to go on for? Once you're moving towards that, all the confidence goes. It doesn't matter how good you are, you think you are, whatever. It's irrelevant. We're 18th in January. That is where we are. Mm. People still continuing to talk about last season. Mm. Just forget it. It's done. Mm. We are no longer there. <laughs> so, as the championship shows, Cardiff are now third, fourth in the league in the championship. Last season, they were way below us. Mm. It's just so inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. Well, last season is irrelevant in the championship. It's, it's done, yeah. So, the question I ask is now is, do you think if Stam stays, we will go down? Not do you think we'll go down. Do you think we'll go down if Stam stays? I say, um, I say yes because of the lack of goals. I can't see mm. where goals are coming from. Um, as I've said before, the midfield just changes so often. There's no there's no consistency there. All you've got is Aluka and Barrett and whoever is up front. But you've got to have more for midfield. And if we don't have Swift, I, I really don't see how we're going to create. Mm. 
And I was thinking to the very start of the season when we were talking about where we're going to finish. And laughably now I said eighth. <laughs> but I said that's because we won't have enough firepower. And it's the same reason that we're going to go down if things stay as they are. Because we can't score. Or we can't outscore. No. No, we definitely we can't score. That is the major problem. Is People say, I saw someone saying it was luck. That's last season. There's a reason with a big difference. And... You just think, no, it's because we can't score any goals. Can't. We've actually stopped conceding as many goals. Well, yeah, I mean, if we don't score any bloody goals, you know, if you don't score, it's, yeah. it's a major well, problem. If you don't shoot, you won't score. Yes, <laughs> well, that is, yeah, no, that's, that's as big a problem as anything, yeah, definitely, yeah. with our whole style of play, it's, I can see. Yeah, I mean, we, we are getting in um, certain situations. Mm. Yeah. To coin a, a phrase. Yeah, that is a um, favourite. Stop that right now, <laughs> yeah. you're not yeah. coming again. <laughs> yeah, he's got we've, certain qualities. We've got certain just... qualities and the opposition made it hard for us. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. It's like they're supposed to come and roll over. So, what are we saying then? Just yes or no? Do we think if Stam says we go down? For me, yes. No? No. 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 I, I don't... Oh. I can't really decide. I'm going to... No, I can't sit on the fence here. I'm going to say no. I think but it'd be close. I think yeah. it would be close. I think the real test, the, the indication would be next Tuesday at Burton. Because that's a hard place to go when you've got no confidence. It Burton, is. Burton will be right on top of us. Um, and then we'll see what players are interested in a fight. Definitely, definitely. And this is what worries me about my team. I mean, I did a poll on EPR and 62% of you think that we will stay up even if Stam stays. Which is interesting because if I ask the question... Do you want Stan to go or not? I get probably about 90% now. Yes. So we still believe that he will keep us off. So that's more about the quality of the squad. The thing for for me is if, and A.D. Williams was talking about this on on Saturday after the game, he said, we won't go down because we're in 18th and there's a four-point gap. If you want to talk that in baseball parlance, that's a game and a half. Mm. So all you need is two results to go against you and Mm. you're there. And we aren't getting any points at the moment, let alone three or consecutive threes to pull us out. So that's why I think we easily get sucked down into that. Because mm. people beneath us are still scraping your points. Sunderland are getting wins. Burton yeah. were getting wins a little while ago, consecutive wins. And we're bottom of the form table now. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I, I, only going on the fact that there's no signs of improvement. We're mm. not eking out a draw. We're not, we didn't like get anything against Brentford and and as Nate says if we get beat against Burton which is a proper six pointer that closes that gap immeasurably no no I think those two games are absolutely massive in the whole season it reminds me of the two games that we played in the time when McDermott came back and we played beat I think it might have been Forest and Charlton to yes. no totally nondescript yeah. matches and Dennis Records made himself a uh, red and legend for about a week yes. <laughs> and scored the winner at Charlton when I think we were 3-1 up and we managed to almost we were, yes. make a mess of that yeah. and that kind of really just moved us that little distance away from the relegation zone you thought mm. okay we're probably not going to go down but, I, I but if we were to lose both these matches which is not inconceivable we're in real trouble, yeah, confidence-wise, not just points-wise. And the, the thing that worries me at the moment is um, Sunderland, although they're below us, they're definitely going to spend money and they're going to get new players in, right? We, we're not, apparently. Mm. Um, Burton are the ones that will probably stay down there, I would think, unfortunately, because I would quite like them to stay up. Yeah, but not, not, the, not the expense of us, um, yeah. of course. Yeah, of Birmingham, course. Birmingham, they've got money. 
Okay, they they can spend not a lot of money, but more than us. So is everyone? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I mean, it's like coming on to what you just said about um, we're not going to spend any money. Aldering said oh. the other day that there's no chance of assigning anyone at the moment. I mean, something can also along the signs of it's difficult to get the players that we want to get. <laughs> well, those two things are probably linked in. I would assume. Yeah, it's, 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 I'm going to call him Doctor Doom. I think <laughs> now, from Doom. now on, because there was nothing positive about anything there wasn't, he ever say, he, was there? No, he came out and said we're in relegation battle, which I think probably is a fair comment. I think anyone, I think it's probably yeah. a positive. Strangely, that negative comment is actually a positive that they've actually finally realised this. Mm. It seems to have taken them quite a long time yeah. to work that one out. I just think you you don't come out and say we're not signing you, you really say oh we're trying to work on some things give, mm. the, give the fans some hope I mean, there's yeah. not a lot at the moment but just give us something that's probably why he's not allowed to do many press things because <laughs> he says the yeah. truth <laughs> that's yes, probably yeah. why uh, yeah absolutely yeah. maybe you should have said we're looking at uh, a few certain things yeah certain yes. yeah with certain players will get us in definitely certain situations, yeah, certain situations. <laughs> yeah. this is what we need isn't it we need someone who's going to come in and just score f- probably seven or eight goals Something like that. Yeah, yeah. seven or eight Something. goals. But is it is it the creation of chances that's more that's of the true. issue than, yeah. than the taking them? That's there true. was a few chances on Saturday though. I mean, there was a few. There was John Badivarvas in the second half, mm. which he I thought that was in because sat right behind you. Yeah. Sat yes, the same yes, yes, as yes, me. Yes, I thought yes. it was in. Barrow had his chance to score. Liam Kelly hit the bar with a free kick, which I didn't think was going in, but it, it still hit the bar. Better than yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but, but it, is it enough from a home performance? Where you, three got decent chances. Three. If you have three, two of those chances, and one right at the end, actually, when Barrow should have scored what, when what, he skied what, over the bar. What I'd say is it's more than we normally get. Yeah, exactly. So if you get, you know, you can't have everything at once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the problem, though. Like um, Neil said, we're not creating enough chances. No, we're not. I mean, no. If you think about. Jan Kermigan, you can criticise him for not scoring, but how many clear chances has he missed since oh, yeah. coming back from yeah. injury? Not, not many. Not he's in hand, hasn't he? No, is that because he's not able to move as much, though? That's true. You but, know, yeah. I, this is not yeah. slagging him off no. for saying, because, you know, he still did great last season. But I look at Bavas and how much more movement he gave us, and that was a different performance from Jan. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, you yeah. know, I mean, it's just and a also Brentford really, weren't yeah. a bad team. No, no, no. Brentford yeah. are a very decent. That's the four forty-five games. Confidences. Yeah. Mm. The the thing with with John is is that because he does move around so much compared to Jan, no one fills his position when he drifts out yeah. to the right yeah. to go and retrieve the ball. That's where Aluka yeah. should be coming in. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and and they're just not either not trained to do that or they're just so low in confidence they don't know if they should do that run or not and they're second guessing themselves. It, there's all these kind of little little bits and pieces that just don't kind of gel. And I yeah. know these players haven't played that much with each other because John's been introduced way too late into the season. For, yes. for most of us, really. I thought the crowd's reaction at the end was kind of... Kind of like, oh, it's just another home defeat. But I think... I mean, I can't speak for the whole bloody crowd, that being saying, but... I think quite a lot of people there probably thought we've played a little bit better today and booing them seems a little bit mm. kind at the, of... At the start of the second harsh. half, it was certainly into about 55, yeah. 60 minutes, 
a few songs started to yeah, yeah there was a danger of an atmosphere wasn't yeah, there it, it was, was different for a bit. even in the corner of the um, Eamon Dolan sound there was mm. there was a, a slight rippling yeah. somebody stood up <laughs> yeah, someone stood up and banged something yeah, yeah. I sit in the Eamon Dolan's there so we, do. we, we sit very close it. we exactly. sit very close exactly so, but in the first half you know you could just you know as you're watching the play kind of unfold and you kind of half an ear what's going on around you you can hear what people are having for dinner tonight you, know? <laughs> you can and just, yeah. they're just kind of watching it with a half in interested eye because they're thinking nothing's really going to happen here because we're no. just not we're just not yeah. doing that I mean much. The, you know the, it's the, people the real, switch off the real indicator for me um, I was thinking about it the other day was the uh, Stevenage um, replay we had less of that than we did at Gillingham in the first round of the uh, Carabao yes that, was Gillingham the first home game of the season though uh, I can't remember but it was a Tuesday night yeah I was at it yeah. I can't yeah. remember yeah. what it was I think we had about 8,000 though something like that not sure is that many. It probably was on the tickets. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. it was something like that. But that, that to me sums up everything what, that the supporters think of. Yeah, no, that was a really bad yeah. attendance. But I'm not criticising because I didn't go as well. Yeah. So, but I don't blame. Yeah. I don't blame anyone. No, not for at not all. Going. No, I know, but it's a real indication. You're right. It is a real indication. I know it's a League Two team, but quite often fans will go to that because they know they're going to probably going to win. Was it tenner? So tenner tickets? Yeah, it wasn't like expensive yeah. at all. Yeah. So no. it's. I mean, it's bloody it's, freezing. Though. It was it was absolutely <laughs> freezing, but um, I, I just think if the football was better, more people would have gone. That is that is what I would think. No, I think you're right. So, I think that is true, and I think yeah, definitely that is a problem. I mean, I asked another question going on the things about the fans about will you renew your season ticket next season? And then fifty four percent of people said they were seventy five percent or higher of likely of renewing. And 27% said no chance. I mean, I know this isn't a scientific poll, but that's those aren't great figures when you look at it. I mean, is there a disconnect between the fans and the club at the moment? What do you think, Nath? It's huge. Yeah, it's absolutely, it's, it's, it's giant. Um, and you saw that at Stevenage when at the end there was the crowd who, in my opinion, didn't cover themselves in any glory that day because I'm, I don't boo I don't um, jeer or anything like that I watch the football and if I'm disappointed I'll say it on social media afterwards um, which is I think is fair yeah. fair enough um, so and you saw the players some of the players Joey and um, McShane especially didn't like it they didn't like the criticism um, but they're being criticised because I feel that the club a couple of seasons ago when Brian was back even when Steve Clark was here they used to do stuff uh, like open training. They used to have a lot of interaction with players and supporters. And it doesn't seem like it's there anymore for me. Um, I know Gourlay did a fans forum this season. Yes, think, he did, I think. Yeah. I think, but um, it just feels slightly like they don't care that much anymore. And I don't know if that's being too um, nicey-nicey about things or not, because they're a business at the end of the day. They don't, mm. they don't really owe us anything. Um, but we go there week in, week out, normally, um, especially when the football's as bad as it is. And I would like I'd like them to come out and say something, the owners, I mean, or Gourlay or someone like that. Yes. Do, do a fans forum with McShane. That would be the best thing they could do is get yeah. McShane in a room. You might, you might not like it that much, but invite 100 season ticket holders in. Have a sit down, clear the air. Brilliant. Move on. No, that's, that, that's the kind of thing we need bad. at the moment. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think you're right. I mean... I think when you look at the fans and the players and the whole club as a whole, I've said this before, there's no leader at the moment. Nobody hears anything from the owners. If you haven't got an owner and you feel you don't know where the club is heading, nobody knows. I know we had the training ground last week and 
they're going to spend money on that. But they said they were going to come to the game with the Brentford match, and I know things change, but it tells you a little bit, maybe, we don't know, about their priorities and where are Reading are in those priorities. We've heard nothing from them. I mean, if you were to look at another club and say, oh, in the summer they spent a load of money, we, and then you don't hear from them. They say they're going to turn up, and then they don't turn up. The club's in relegation mm. trouble. The owner could have sat the manager by now. Yeah. We've never heard from them. What, what, what would your thoughts be on that? Would you think there was a, maybe a possibility of a problem there? <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. think they know what the results are, to be honest with you. I don't, don't think they care. Because, no. um, I mean, if I bought an expensive car, I'd want to drive it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Sense. But they don't even go and look at it. Problem is, they've got a lot of expensive cars. Well, That's the problem, probably. They, they do. Yeah. <laughs> but you would at least say something, wouldn't you? Yeah. What do you think? You'd think so. Um, as you've all said, the, that disconnect is there, and it's almost as if the players are looking to the manager for something. The manager is arrogant, <laughs> stubborn in his own way. He's not going to give the players anything. Stan doesn't care what what Gorday does necessarily. Gorday can't get anything out of the Chinese. So uh, there's just all these areas that are just disconnected, not you know working as one. There's no common goal. There's nothing that we're striving towards as such, apart from the players who are slogging their guts out week in, week out. And you can't say they're not trying for zero result. No, no, of course So not, no. for us, looking at that, there's nothing to love right now. No, I, I think Stan sets the tone as well in his interviews after the game. Yeah, I, just, um, yeah. So, I mean, I think Della asked him in a question the other day about the attendances. I think it was... at the, Possibly the Stevenage game, um, and he was like, "Yeah, fans, fans come, fans, fans don't come. It's fine, whatever." Yeah. He doesn't really acknowledge anything negative. If you notice in his interviews, he can't. It's not that he can't handle it. It's he doesn't have an answer, mm. and not even a, a, a pretend fake answer that a normal manager would give. He doesn't yes. even think of it. No, he, he, he can't predict the question yeah. coming, and when it does come, it's like. I've got nothing in my yeah, head that could possibly compute this because I've not genuinely yeah. thought about it before. No, I think yeah. he's and it caused... just comes across as flat. And going really going back to definitely with Jabstam, I think the way that he has basically attacked the fans for not coming and then quoting, saying things along the lines of, are you a real fan? Um, you've got to ask yourself that question if you're not at these matches. I think last season or maybe earlier this season he did that. Mm. And you think, if you're going to start attacking your yeah. fans when you're not winning... Well, the that's a mad, mad way of being a manager because it's not going. You're not going to last. No, the perfect opportunity for them was the um, the game, the the Burton game at mm. home. A lot of fans came back for that one. Yes. Yeah. And what did we do? The... What did we do? Yeah. We we came out and we played the worst football I have seen oh. in oh. 500 games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the championship, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, that a lot of people have turned up and gone. Why am I here? What is this? I'm not Definitely. coming back again. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, a strange yeah. atmosphere that but, day. Um, yeah. And I don't think Stam gets the fans. I don't think he no. understands them. I don't think he has a clue or care what we think. No, he's used to being at such massive clubs that the fans yeah. will always go to those games. They always have 40, 50, 60, 70,000 there regardless. We don't have that at Reading. We have a much smaller... And we have a kind of... Kind of a almost like a disloyal fan base. They come when it's good <laughs> yeah. and they won't go oh, when yeah. it's bad because we live in a... Reading is basically a huge commuter belt and the people won't come. I mean, even when we were in the Premier League last season, not last season, a few years ago, which was last season, the, even for the big games, it wasn't always full, even though we sold out all the season tickets. Yes. Because people just say, oh, I don't want to go because Reading are very good. Yeah, no, and They spent the money. In Reading, you could afford to pay for a season ticket. They just not go. I mean, I've got people sat around me 
who've been season ticket holders for 15 years. They're not going, and they've said to me, the reason they're not going to go before they went is because of Yap's done. Yeah, 100%. I've got they two, do not uh, want to go. Two, I've got two, uh, son and father who sit next to me. You, well, they used to. Then I haven't, <laughs> seen them, I haven't seen them for a good two months now. Yeah. Um, because they couldn't tack it anymore. You can't no. sit there and accept it. That's the problem. No, that's their yeah. prerogative. Yeah. They've paid a, the money. A, a yeah. lot of... Um, criticism from the Stam In guys on social media is you can't boo, you can't show displeasure, and I completely disagree with that. Mm. I think if you do it in the in the right way and you're not yeah. offensive and you're not doing anything illegal, I think you have to show your displeasure at times like this. Because we're all fans, we all have opinions. You can. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if Stam doesn't care about people voting with their feet and staying away, then the only way you can do it is audibly, mm. because you haven't got any other recourse. No, there's nothing you could do, but. Stam doesn't really care on one of those aspects, and I don't think he really cares about the other. So, and none of it is indicated in a change of style from him, because we know he won't no, no, do that. No. Him playing two strikers is, you know, a, a seismic shift. Well, let alone going oh, this forty-three possession stuff. Yeah. We're going to bin that. I'm going to go yeah. four, 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 two, and a bit more direct. And you know, the players say, "Oh, yeah, we have got these freedoms," but. It's just not coming across. No, it's nonsense. Um, and we thought he was going to play two strikers on Saturday, but then he put Jan in midfield. He dropped him midfield, yeah. <laughs> Which was confusing yeah. and worrying yeah. at the same time. But, but he's, he's, he's done it before, hasn't he? You, you know, Stam oh. um, I mean, came on against Cardiff. For those listeners, I've just, you know, put my head in my hands <laughs> at that moment. The, frust- the frustrating I just, thing oh. is, yeah. I mean, I said to someone the other day, <laughs> the really frustrating thing is, look how good we were at Fulham away in this playoff semi-final. He's not a bad manager. He knows what he's doing. He knows Key players to... missing, yeah. though, isn't he? He's... Key players missing. I mean, we didn't realise how big a player even Jordan Abita was to the team, which just gives us so much more. He's not a well-beater on the left-hand side, but he's a good championship player. And he, he knows what to do. Yeah, he makes mistakes. But so what? He's better than the options we've got right now. Mm. That's for certain. 100%. Danny Williams definitely was... Better than what we've got now. Covered up for Vandenberg, as yeah. we discussed earlier. Swift was in some sort Swift of form. was in some kind of not great form not at that great. moment. Kermigan was definitely in form. 100%. 100%. So it's all changed since then. So I think the system um, lends itself more to players that will have confidence that they're willing to try more expressive things. And what mm. you see now, when they're lacking confidence... They're just so rigid in their positions because they're too scared. And yeah. the opposition finds it too easy to pick us off. Yeah. When you when you with got that confidence, you think I'm going to run over there and I'm going to run as fast as I can. I'm going to get that ball. Yeah. And if you haven't got that, we mindset, saw that for a bit against Brentford. We did see it a bit. I thought I saw that for a little bit. I thought we did. I know because I think I tweeted something like that. We put a proper shift in. Am I right in saying there was a stupid moment when Manoni literally passed out for a goal kick because someone went so far? I think it was in the in the first half. Gunter went so far. At our end. Early yes, end I think so. I and I think the ball that. was given away. And when, if, when you do that once early. Yeah. Then that's when it they get in their head. Oh, we can't do that anymore. And then they started going really long, yeah. which was better. Yeah. To be honest with so you, so I've got a problem with them going long because you've got a six foot three striker yeah. up there. If yeah, you, if, if they can train enough to say right, I mean, Manoni's distribution isn't bad. No, it's no, okay. No. If he can find Bodvarsson up there mm. and with. Aluko or Barrow kind of just playing off trying to pick up the second balls. Mm. You've got a half a chance of keeping that ball up there. Yeah, but. By doing the possession stuff when you, Brentford are going to press, then you're going to lose the ball 
you know, much closer to your own half or in your own half. Mm. So I haven't got a problem with them going long. They should do it more often, I think. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but the problem is then you've got to get the support players around them. It's all well and good, um, him winning the header. But well, are those the players thing, running they've through? Got to, they've, got to be, so, they've got to be trained to say, right, this is what we're going to do. But that's a complete change of style of football, isn't it? But that's what To go need. long. And I'm not saying go long. Well, I'm just saying relieve the pressure and we've got a half... You're saying you should kick it ball. long to Don Daly Vavasa. That's going long. <laughs> yeah, but There's no not, dressing it up here. <laughs> I don't mean, yeah, play around a bit when you've got less less attackers on you. But yeah. when you need to, when, you, when you're in you know, five minutes where you've had a mm. lot of chances against you, you think, just do it. We need to do something to change. Yeah. We really do. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, I think the only probable chance of us changing in style of football is if we get rid of Stam. Yeah. I don't think, think we will anyway. get rid of him. No, I don't. <laughs> I, think, I think it's the financial no. thing. More I don't than know what it is. Uh, I, I think it's genuine apathy from the mm. owners. Uh, I, mm. That's what worries me. The whole. But it, it's the thing. apathy that they would have to pay him off. Oh yeah, I mean, the, the, they like don't I, want to do that. Yeah. Like I said to you earlier, Paul, is if he if he feels or his agent feels his reputation is being very damaged by being at a club which are struggling against relegation um, then he, I think he might walk that's the only way because he knows he might not get another job afterwards he probably would because he's Yapstam but he won't get that Lazio job or he won't get the Ajax job which he probably really wants um, which he probably would have got at the end of last season if, yeah, if they'd, come, if, if they'd have been looking I think um, he does want to give people the satisfaction though of, mm. of going, do you know what? I'm not quite cut out for this level. No, I, I, I honestly think did think for a while he would walk away at some point. I thought if he was gonna if he was gonna leave the club, that would be it. But actually, no, he's just so incredibly stubborn. I mean, he could be, you know, faced with a machine gun and it's <laughs> firing the bullets coming towards him, and he'd say, "I think I'll be all right here." <laughs> you know? He's just like so stubborn. So let's move on to some questions because otherwise we could talk about that forever, couldn't we? Really, <laughs> it's like. Yeah, yeah. Even, even when he's gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's going to have that impact, isn't he? Definitely. But I mean, Alderin can replace him. <laughs> oh God, no, don't, don't go there. <laughs> I think they'll all be gone. Yeah. So about if, if any talking points. So Hunty Roll got back to me about a walk that he's going to be doing for Calm, which is campaign against uh, living miserably, which is uh, raising awareness of suicide prevention. So he'll be walking from Reading to Fulham, to Craven Cottage, I would assume, the ground, on the 9th of April, getting there on the 10th. So if anyone wants to get involved with that, get in touch with Hunty Roll on uh, Twitter. You've probably all spoken to him, speaking to him at some point, or heard from him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a great cause. We know someone here who's done a walk, so he would probably give some advice. Well, uh, yeah. Good trainers or something like that. <laughs> I've got quite a bit of luck to uh, Sainsbury's. Oh, yeah. Oh, well done, well done. Well 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like talking about it. I don't like talking about my extensive charity work. I don't like to do that. But honestly, it's the hardest thing you could do walking long distances consecutively like that yeah. it's not it's not easy at all no. so um, I'm always at the end of a tweet if he ever wants to ask yeah me. yeah definitely that's great yeah, yeah so if anyone wants advice some sheer advice yeah don't do what I did uh, <laughs> okay. but I'm not going to go into that no 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 definitely not that didn't sound great <laughs> actually that sounded pretty bad yeah so uh, yeah, everyone should uh, maybe get in contact with Hunty Roll about, and if you want to do the walk, that'd be great, wouldn't it? That's a how much is that? 30, 40 miles. Full about thirty-five. I yeah, think, it's probably. about that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah so that is a proper walk, isn't it? And we've avoided saying take a Luca with him. 
Well, we had danced until that moment, Neil, hadn't we? And then you just put it in there, didn't you? It'd look over off earlier, though, halfway through, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, he would, he would. He just ran round. Yeah. He wouldn't actually go forward. Go around the stadium. <laughs> oh, dear, don't listen to this, Solo. You won't like it. So I had another question from uh, Stephen Blaine. He actually brought up the Tim, uh, Tom, Tim, sorry about that, Tom Stead golf uh, day that's been uh, put forward by Jim Carajan which a lot of players have said they're going to be doing with A.D. Williams, Federici, Simon Church, Stephen Hunt and Cox all saying they want to get involved. There's probably some other players that haven't made it public as well. So that'd be really great if people could get involved with that. And um, they're also raising money for the Oxford Hospice Charity. Because obviously Tom said uh, tragically died on Boxing Day. He was only 19, wasn't he? Yeah. He had bone cancer. So, yeah, actually that was a great moment on... um, the match mm, mm. on Saturday, the reception he yeah, got in the I 19th mean, minute. The, it might not be going well on the pitch, but I've always said at the club do all sorts of things for people that we yeah. don't hear about off the pitch, and they're always very good. Mm. Um, I know that firsthand. They're, they're great with things like this as well and looking after the families and stuff like that. And you saw Karachan sent flowers, he's organising mm. yes. the golf day and totally. stuff. So totally. all the players are class as well. And um, yeah, the club, you can't, you can't fault them for the things no, they're doing. No, definitely that not. Time. I know that from myself. Um, last year when my dad was uh, we still having it with the cancer treatment and everything and he just went up there to hospitality and they just said to us all do you want to um, would you like to give the man of the match to Paul McShane I mean they don't have to do that No, it was really generous of them to do that and Paul was really good with him and the whole club and the whole thing there so yeah I totally agree whatever you say about them on the pitch on things like that they do do a really good job mm, definitely absolutely. yeah so yeah, John Hyde also asked a question. He's asked us, uh, would relegation be a blessing in disguise? Clear out the deadwood, rebuild with an exciting young squad. What's your thoughts on that one? I mean, he does go on to say that he doesn't think it's a good idea. It's a talking okay. point. Yeah, yeah. I know, absolutely. I've seen it quite a bit, but um, who's going to buy this deadwood? Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. That is the one major flaw in his plan. <laughs> Because it's all well and good us wanting to get rid of this, these players. As we were saying last week uh, with Jonathan, they, no one's going to want to buy a lot of our players. No. That's oh, the yeah. problem. When you give Vandenberg a new two-year contract, who's coming in for him in the summer? Exactly. No new contract. <laughs> Why would he want to leave? Exactly. He's getting Why good money for, yeah. for doing very little. Exactly. Um, and no one's going to want to buy him. He's 31, 32. Oh, I'm not sure, that. actually. Yeah, yeah so something, something maybe. like that. Yeah. Um, he'll he'll take a paycheck. He's probably got some sort of relegation clause in there. Bruno probably hasn't actually. Probably no, hasn't. Club. Probably <laughs> hasn't. No. But um, no. we've got Jan Kermigan another another year on his deal. Paul McShane. Paul McShane. You've got. I mean, the guys that will go, obviously, Kelly Swift. They'll get yeah. to another championship. Those contracts team. make sense because you're protecting, but, as but, we were saying, yeah, value. Going down would be disastrous. I yeah, think. It would be. I think it'd it be would a be a complete disaster. We'd be in a position where we were at Brentford in 2002 on the last day of the season. If we didn't go up then, I think we would. Our history would be very different mm. um, on that day. Totally. Yeah. So I think we'd, we'd struggle for a number of years afterwards. We haven't got the fan base. No. We have not got the fan base. You see teams go down, and I've seen, well, we've all seen Leeds, Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United, um, you could say Norwich, all these teams go down, and they've got a bigger, much bigger fan base than us. And we don't have that. If we go down, we'll go down to probably crowds of 11,000 on a Saturday, 11, 12. Unless yeah. we're playing yeah. well. Probably. Yeah. 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 So, we, don't I mean, get, we don't have to get into you know, the promotion places again for, to, to make us to kind of drift back into 14s and 15s, probably. Mm. And it's just you know, that level of attraction for players mm. that you know the championship is something to to aspire to for a lot of players. League One, 
sadly, no, no disrespect to, to that level, it isn't. You're not going to get the same kind of talent from, from Europe. No. You'll get some very lower league European teams, possibly, with, with players that can mm. come to us. Um, and we won't be anywhere... You know, likely to pick off any loans from Premier League sides if if that manager was lent to, to that kind of um, deal. So there's all sorts of financial ramifications that you know we don't even know about too too deeply. But going down it would just be it would be it would be yeah it'd be like a full reset button type moment yeah, for the club. It would be. We'd be back to 2002. I think we'd have new owners. Mm. I think if we went down, I don't think the Chinese would possibly care anymore any more less than they, they appear to. Uh, and they would they would just run, I think. Mm. Um, well, we don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be great because you could say it on the flip side. I'm trying to think of the argument for this. You could say, oh, we could play a lot of young players. But if you play a lot of young players in the League One, there's absolutely no guarantee you're going to do well. That's a brutal league. How many how many young players have we got left? Well, you could play Tony Watson, Alexanderson, possibly. You could play Richards. Rinomoto. Rinomoto, Loder. But that's a lot. You would never play that many young players in a league. Loder's a 17-year-old lad in League One. They're getting in a line. You could say, (laughs) going on on to him again in a minute, uh, Novakovic. But... Mate, but why would these? You just can't say. I League One, I think, would be disastrous. Personally, no, uh, this is what worries me. Where we are, yeah, no, because can't. we're not a million miles away from it. It's, it's, so. yeah. But even even in this division, for the, a lot of the signings that we've kind of looked at, I've always thought we need players that have seen it and done it and got promotion mm. from mm. this division going mm. up. Mm. In League One, you're going to still say, oh, we're still going to need experienced players that have been there and done it. Exactly. So I the know, young ones aren't necessarily no. going to come through or have no. the room. I agree. And like we, we discussed before with you know, the likes of Watson, when you've got players like Gunter in front of you, you're not going to get a go. We go down Gunter a live. Would he? I don't know. I think he I, probably would. I think he might. Go, this is a different subject entirely. Mm. I think he might be off in the summer actually to Sunderland. I would predict. Um, I think so. I think Chris Coleman. Him and Coleman have a very good. If mm. you look at him from yeah. Gunter for Wales and Gunter for Reading, they're very different yeah. players. Mm. <laughs> no, that is true. That's so, not possible. I mean, it's, if you're then Sunderland have to stay up, <laughs> which is a big if, a big, big, big if. That, I think they'd be alright. Yeah, well, it could be. It could be. So let's move on to uh, complete lack of transfer news we've got. <laughs> we got Chris Martin. He's gone away to Dubai instead of signing for Reading and playing for a team in Whitley. It must be a really <laughs> tough choice that one. Yeah, he doesn't want to go to uh, Sunderland mm. or Reading. I mean, just imagine being Chris Martin and sat there trying to make that decision. He's Stop thinking, tough one. Two quality teams there. Yeah. I mean, the, the point with that, the Martin deal is. Why weren't we working on this in December? Middle of December going, Chris and, and Sunderland and Derby, sorry, here's what we're offering. Uh, let's get it done on the 1st of January. We want to get it done. Get him in the door. Brilliant. We've waited so long. Sunderland now come in, join the party, and they can gazump us with the money they can spend. We're probably mm. offered him the full wages. And we were probably arguing about a few grand like we'd always do. Um, and then we've, we've probably lost out. No. Possibly, yeah, yeah, this doesn't seem inconceivable. It's probably down to also the fact that Derby have to get the player they want in to let him go. I mean, they have to get up to double figures with strikers, well, they don't do they? Jerome, <laughs> they got, yeah, they've got Cameron Jerome. Jerome. How many players have they got strikers? So many. many. It's unbelievable. Many. They've even got many. Vidra scoring. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, you love him, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you absolutely love him. What hard worker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Vidra is a good championship player and you get the right team round him he'll do well Absolutely. two other things with the transfers a lot of people saying that we should get back Mate and Novakovic 
But we can't do that because to di- get a player back, recall him, you have to have three groups of people agree to that happening. You have to have both clubs and the player. Now, the other clubs that they're at at the moment, one in France and one in Holland, yep. why, why would they agree to that? Well, the, the thing is, if you they wouldn't have break clauses in there. No, I wouldn't have thought. Well, they probably would, but we'd have to pay money to get them yeah, back. Why would we want to pay money to get a player I mean, back? I think I think people have scored, have seen Mater score against a League Three team. Yeah, it was. And yeah. I mean, yeah. that doesn't prove anything. That's not, not really championship level, not even close. No. Um, and Novakovic is playing in a the equivalent of the like a national league. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know what level that is. Is, is that it Dutch kind of second? Isn't it? Is yeah, Dutch is that second? kind of league one, two? Less, I don't know. It's way down. Yeah. Um, but it's not the same level. It, it can't it's be playing though, which is good for him going forward. Yeah, forgetting whether yeah. coming back, it's good that he's playing. Well, yeah, yeah. I think Mate is out, He's one of the out contractors, isn't he? In the summer. Uh, I, think no, I think he's got another year. Is he? I think. Oh, wow. Didn't we sign him at the start of last season? So I assume we gave him three years, especially at that age. I don't know. I think this is, this is he's one got something, the... mate, eh? But yeah, he's not the answer. He was very good on Snapchat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is. Well, yeah, you see, this is the thing. You, you joke about that, but I think the social media skills does um, impact on the ability of a player and how he's perceived. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. If you're, if you're out late at night on Snapchat and you're not in bed when you've got training the next day, that's yeah. quite concerning. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not his dad or anything. I don't want to stand like an old man. That like would I am. surprise me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I, don't, I mean, I like having a good time as much as anyone, yeah. but I would like to think if I earn yeah. a few grand a week, I might be I know you're looking forward to training the next day not drinking yeah <laughs> no it's, there was the weird thing with him in a taxi or a car yes something. it was odd it's odd I don't know what that was oh, about I don't yeah, know where that was yeah. going I, but it was just odd yeah it's weird it's just odd and but he's a young kid I mean you get players like that I mean you see players at Manchester United doing ridiculous things like yeah. Lingard he, oh god but if, yeah. if you see the kind of personality Mate must be Sam's having that yeah I can see, you just from seeing him on the pitch and the, some of his antics like you say in social media and you can see why there'd be a bit of a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can see, possibly, possibly. But yeah. then again, he brought me. Mm, but did he? This is well, the thing. This is the man who we haven't seen for about six months, Brian Teverden. I know. <laughs> <laughs> where, where's he, where's he gone? That's another disconnect, isn't it? You'd like yeah. to think that we want, you know, a certain type of player, mm. this kind of age bracket, this type mm. of experience, and then we end up with Yaku Mate from France, who's... Yeah, but I don't have a problem with that signing, young player, well, no, PSG, no. We good player. We like it, mm. but if the, if the manager yeah. goes, who are you, and doesn't know mm. anything about him, and then, you know, sees him in training or whatever, and go, well, yeah, you're not for me, it's just complete... I mean, time, that's something it? I would like... Um, it would have to be Radio Berkshire or um, Jonathan Lowe. We'd have to ask Stam: Is how, do you control like, all the transfers here, or is it someone above you? I would mm. love to know how much say he has because I don't think it's, I don't recall it being asked to him. Mm. Um, I, I don't think he has that much say. I no, think I think on some of them. No, no, I don't think well, it probably is that weird. Smacks of it. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because he was the first signing we made very early in the summer, and you kind of mm. thought. Okay, if we're looking for strikers, that's one of them. And he turned out to be the only one and then mm. didn't play forever. So you're thinking, well, you didn't sign him then because mm. you would have played him. But when we did see Budvarsson at the start of the season, he didn't always look great. Let's no, be fair. He did have some pretty bad performances. But you, you've got to excuse a, a, a player coming into a club and finding his feet a bit. Mm. You mm. don't just go, oh, you're, you're rubbish, yeah. sucking you off, and no. not even going to give you a chance. No, to I know. The transfer so. thing is, is a real worry. I mean, but having said that, it's a worry. I don't, 
I think it's normal at a lot of clubs now that managers doesn't have the final say on a lot of signings. But it's final say and knowing who the yeah. player is, yeah. I think. And, and I think mm. there's, there's quite a divide in what yeah. Stan wants and the, what he gets. The impression I got was Tevreden sees a player on video and goes, oh, I like him, he's quite cheap, I can afford him. Goes to Stan and goes, I've got this player here. Stan goes, yep. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's the impression I get. Yeah. I, I think yeah. Stan... It, well, he's a very big personality, but I don't. He's not. It doesn't strike me as the sort of person who goes to League Two games to do scouting, yeah. for example. Yeah. But the whole club doesn't yeah. do that. Yeah, now. we haven't done yeah. that for a few years. Not like years. Brian would. He'd go up and down the motorway, you know, yes. any night of the week. I'd need to yeah. watch a game and watch yeah. some player from Lincoln or York. Or but ironically, Lincoln reserves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ironically, that's what we need to do. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would love to go back. To, well, yeah, I'm not saying love. It's not the only model, but I would like to see some young, hungry players come in. But the problem is, they cost so much money now. You're taking it gamble from a League Two, three, League Three player, League Two player. Could you could still be spending two million quid on him? It's not that not that hard to imagine. And going back to your saying about seeing players on video and thinking, oh, they look a good player. Do you think they actually thought that was Sandro Visor? Oh, <laughs> Do you think they actually I mean, sat there? Who? Yeah, exactly. Who? Or and, uh, and gravel back. Oh, <laughs> but um, the the best ever signing, Jura Travner. Was the, uh, <laughs> he was the pick. I, I don't think he was on video. I think he uh, was on Betamax. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was even on that. I think he was on video A. <laughs> yeah. So, Sheffield Wednesday away on uh, Friday, FA Cup uh, fourth round. What change would you make to the team? Let's go through it a bit quickly. Uh, obviously, Blackett would probably come in. Yeah. Because he sounds injured, Richard. Richard sounds, sounds injured for the hamstring. So, yeah. Um, I, I would I would like to think that they don't actually change too much because yeah. they've got to get some kind of stability going. Um, I don't think we'll get a result there. Hopefully we'll put a good fist of it and, you know, go out gracefully. <laughs> so we can gracefully. go concentrate on the bloody league because we don't need a cup run, frankly. Well, I see but... You know, it might generate some kind of confidence, but it'll just get in the way with another game that... If we beat Sheffield Wednesday, though, it's going to give us far more confidence than being Stevenage. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I just think it's an unnecessary distraction, personally. No, no, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, I think, I think we're going to win there, just because we're having that contrary season. It'll probably happen. Yeah, yeah. I just got the feeling it'll be two reserve three, teams. Three nil wins, I was just think, how the hell did that happen? Um, Sheffield probably get two men sent off and a penalty against them. <laughs> Have you got some kind of like bookies, like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 match no. fixing oh, going on no, here? No, no. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'd, I'd like to think we'll win to gain some confidence, but I'd rather mm. be out of it personally. Which thing, no? Well, I love the FA Cup. I would rather stay in if I can. If I'm honest, um, I'm actually going, which is okay. brave. Which no, is, uh, see, in, brave. Which is interest. Well, it's a, I had a day off. Um, well, I can well, think well, of other things well, you could have well, done. Yeah, <laughs> I could have done anything, but I decided to go to Sheffield. No, yeah. um, but um, no, I love the FA Cup. I think we'll. Um, I would, I, this sounds odd and con, and contradictory, but I would like a Luko to play a left back, a left back as a wing back. Okay, okay, um, yeah. purely because I want. I know. I know that sounds that sounds like a big. That risk. That's come from nowhere. That sounds like a, <laughs> that, that sounds like a big risk, but he can't play well in any other positions he's played. So we might as well try him there. He's left footed, isn't he, Luko? From what I remember, right he, no, he's left, isn't he? 
I know. Well, he's, he's, he, he, he does play a both, but he plays right side, generally. Well, well, he can't move out the square, can when he? When he scored that goal against Derby, I think he was left-footed. Yeah, I think he's left-footed. But I would like to... But I don't know if he is left-footed. I can't remember, because I've seen so little of him maybe, shooting. Maybe he doesn't know. <laughs> he scored against you, yeah, maybe he is, yeah. yeah. But no, I, I want us to try something different. I think if Stan's mm. going to try something different, do it That's now. That's different. Yeah, do it now. <laughs> Okay, because you've Radical. got you've got very little to lose in this game. But if he has a stinker, if he has a stinker and gives away a goal early, that's gonna not gonna help him again, is it? No, Do you think he's going to understand how to play offside? No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't understand it at the other end. Let alone yeah, that, that, that's true. But I mean, I would I would stick with Manoni and goal. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I think Yakola will play though, but I, don't, I think Yakola's distribution is awful. Um, mm. which really hurt him at Stevenage and that's what got the crowd going early on okay. um, so I wouldn't he, although he played well in the second leg against Stevenage because they would have scored three goals if it weren't for him Yeah. but um, I, I would rather play Manoni um, I don't think you've got a choice at centre back well, yeah. well it would be interesting to see if Liam Moore gets cup tie-itis again <laughs> I probably will get that I think he's I genuinely think he's just carrying an injury Yeah. Apart, yeah. I, I, yeah. I've got no problem with Blackett at centre back no centre back if yeah. it's a three Blackett yeah. and Alori might a three. not be too bad yeah. I've got, they're both, they're both pace. quick yeah, and yeah, well, Sheffield Wednesday yeah. haven't got the quickest strikers. They've got Rhodes and uh, uh, who's the other one? Jow. Mm. Who's a, yeah? Oh, who's he's had some great games. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he loves he's, us. He's, we he's should like... knock him because we might get him on loan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But remember um, in the season last season when he went through and goal and it looked almost impossible yes. not to score. Yes. But that yes. summed up last season. Yeah. But let's not talk about last season. Um, I would. I would play. I think he, he might. I think he'll play Yen. Um, yeah, I think he will. Um, I don't think he should. No, I, I don't he think will. he should. But I'd rather have a fresh daddy for Tuesday. That sounds weird. But. Fresh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I really want to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Maybe we, if we're going to do something radical-ish, slightly. Two strikers. Yeah. Why don't we play three-five-two? Never happen. Why don't we play? Th- I know. I know it won't happen. But why don't we do it? And then we can get my dream of yeah. a Lugo wing back. Yeah, 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 it would work better. It would work better in that go. formation, yeah. yeah. And then you could have a blacket in the three, you could have Elori, and you could even play um, Alex Anderson in that game. Yeah, yeah. Because you've got three, two, you know, two experienced players. Yeah. In, well, Elori's not that experienced, but he's a bit more. Yeah. And I, then a right back, that would help Gunter. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I see this mm. one as a bit of a free pass. I know, yeah, I know, yeah, I know both teams it is. It's, I, I, yeah. I know that sounds weird with. No. Tuesday's the big game. Oh, no, totally. Um, totally. But it really depends on. If he if he, he does treat it like a free pass he, and he thinks, right, I'm going to try something different, I'm going to play players slightly out of position or try two strikers, what's the likelihood of him doing the same thing for the game against Burton? He'll probably just go, can't do it, no, revert to no, time. Zero, no, so no, that game no. will be for nothing. I know, it's just what frustrating. I mean, I was amazed that Richard's... I, th- I thought he definitely should start against uh, Brentford, but I was <laughs> quite surprised that he did. I think the majority were surprised that Vaston um, started. I think yes. everyone, everyone, a lot of people yeah. were expecting. Yeah, oh, no, we talked surprised. about it, and we thought it, it'll be typical Stan. Oh yeah, it'd be oh, where he would go. There's a hat trick man on the bench. He goes. That would have been horrible. That would have been the worst. That would have been really horrible. It would have just been gallows humour. It would have been on the bench. And it's. Yeah, I mean, I think there is an opportunity to try those two and you get the fitness of both of them. I don't think you do it, but I think we play much better when we have three at the back. Mm. Then it would allow us to move up the pitch slightly, I think, a bit more as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I it's would, all logical thinking, so I don't think it will happen. No, I would maybe, <laughs> so, like, I'd maybe like to see Bakuna in a 
uh, central attacking midfielder. Yeah, what's up with him? Was he injured or he wasn't in the squad at all, was he? There's no explanation. No, no one nobody knows. knows. <laughs> yeah, because he had an update because Swift, oh, uh, McShane. Ed, Edward went missing the other week as well, didn't yeah. he? He was on the subs, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he didn't come on. No, there was a game where he didn't play at all, I think. There was, uh, uh, there was could it? Have been. Was that Stevenage, though? Uh, oh, I don't know where it was. Remember. But there, there was a game where he didn't just didn't appear. He wasn't, wasn't there. I think no, there was, was one. Yes, yeah, there was. It was one. away a league. Oh, a hole. Oh, was it? Yeah, hold. okay. Didn't appear. It just yes. not there. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It's just it's a mystery. But the training. I would, I, would, I would have him in every week. To be honest with you, Edwards, I think he's yeah, he's way he's, better yeah. than Vanderberg. Uh, yeah, definitely. One hundred percent. I'd have him in ahead of um, Vanderberg. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then you, I'll probably have Mick Gooding in. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But you, you want to have, try and have Bakuna replicate that Williams role, I think, because he's got an engine yeah. Bakuna. Mm. Um, you can try it, but yeah, yeah, I think, that might I think he's probably. wasted at right back yeah. when he plays there. Mm. He, he's adept. I think. There was a point then when we had to play him at right back. Yeah, 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 we sure. had about two sure. fit midfielders. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when we've got yeah. Gunter on the right and another on the left, whoever yeah. that may be, I see no reason why Bakuna can't do a very good role in midfield. And we look, yeah. we look much, much more dynamic when he's there. We, I agree. We'd okay. be dangerously close to playing attacking football, though, if we did that. Easy mm. now. That would be a little bit scary. I don't feel we should be doing that. It shouldn't be encouraging excitement. <laughs> well, we have got those new to, to uh, defibrillators at the ground now for Absolutely. Beely Homes. Absolutely. A little bit of advertising there for Beely Homes. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast, I am open to bribery. Shameless. Yeah, wow. Shameless. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, I know. I know. Wow. It's shameless, isn't it? <laughs> I do love Beely Homes. <laughs> Yeah, they want to give me a house. That's even better. Yeah, yeah. I like Domino's as well. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so let's quickly another prediction on Burton. Forgetting that I know we got the other game, so all effects on that. Quickly, just just a prediction of score. Nothing about team. What are you going to say now? One 0 loss. Nath, two 0 win. I'm going to say two one win because we always concede. So, thanks a lot for coming along this week now. Thanks a lot, Nate. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, contact us on uh, Twitter and tell us we're all marvellous and you want to send us a load of cash. So, <laughs> thanks a lot then. See you next week then. Cheers.